on today's Locked On Texan show, giving flowers to one of the greatest to ever do it as he says goodbye. But first, Cody, let's start the show off. You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome, everybody, to a Tuesday edition of the Locked On Texan Podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm John Hickman, joined by Cody Davis. Today's episode is brought to you by Bet Online. Bet Online has you covered this season with more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online is where the game starts. Super excited to be back for today's episode. I know it's been a couple of days, we've been away. But since you've missed us, Ryan Fitzpatrick has retired. Uh, and we'll dive into that, of course. But Romeo Cornell, one of the greatest assistant, if not the greatest assistant coach in NFL history. Um, and, you know, from the Browns, Cleveland, the Patriots, where he dominated with the with Patriots in the early 2000s, the Chiefs, all the way up until the time with his the time with the Texans in that tenure, throughout that tenure, as we know, he had a number one defense the first couple of years with Bill O'Brien, Romeo Cornell has been a class act. And again, I, I definitely believe that he may just be the greatest assistant coach hmm. of all time. In a statement, Romeo Cornell said, football has always been my entire life and it's been a dream come true to coach for 50 years. He continued with, I'll miss everything about coaching and teaching, but the thing I'll miss the most is being around the guys every day day my goal was to put every player and coach in the best position to succeed I and I consider myself every guy I consider every guy I coach and to work with a part of my family just to kind of give you guys a quick rundown of his substantial 50 years and 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 his legacy five times Super Bowl winning coach pro football writers of America assistant coach of the year in 2003 Cornell was the first black head coach in Texans franchise history. Remember, he was an interim coach. He was also the first black non-interim head coach in Browns history. Cornell was the oldest, well, is the oldest person in NFL history to serve as a head coach. During his first three years in Houston, he was one of the highest paid defensive coordinators in the league, earning nearly $2 million a year. Cornell finished the 2016 season with the NFL's number one ranked defense. And in January 2017, he was promoted to assistant head coach while with the Houston Texans. Can't speak highly enough of Romeo Cornell. And, you know, I'll say this, Cody, in terms of legacy, in, in terms of being able to five decades in the NFL – and I know maybe the last couple of years hadn't been ideal considering what was going on with the Houston Texans, but that's why I wanted to say that because in 50 years you learn how to navigate and he has always been able to navigate through the bad, through the, hmm. through the ugly and still represent franchises to the best of their ability. And that speaks volumes to the job he was able to do here in Houston Congratulations on uh, one of the greatest careers we've ever seen. Again, five decades. Now, go off into the sunset. Don't come back 
enjoy life and know uh romeo cornell if you ever see this you are more than appreciated in this game of football yeah and i'm going to echo the same words that i heard on sports radio 610 the same words that i read at the houston chronicle with john mcclain with bruce cabina they all said that what made romeo cornell special is the fact that he excelled in every position that he was given and i 100 percent agree when he was the defensive coordinator of course as you know with the new england patriots part of the reason why you know the patriots had this long dynasty as his defensive coordinator he played a big role in that you know when he was defensive coordinator for the houston texans he helped this organization establish themselves as one of the best defensive teams in the league especially during the time where it seemed like a lot of times like jonathan joseph was getting up there in age he was still able to go out there and put in a defensive scheme where these guys can go out there and excel as an advisor to an to a defensive coordinator or or an advisor to a head coach he excelled in that and john i'm glad that you mentioned him becoming the first black head coach that the Houston Texans had by the way because of Romeo Cannell they are actually on their third consecutive black coach in franchise history that might be a record in the NFL but I remember when the Houston Texans started off 0-4 they fired Bill O'Brien of course Romeo Cannell moved into interim head coach and not only did he become the first black head coach in franchise history him and Deshaun Watson actually became the first black quarterback black head coach in franchise history to create that pairing I remember this is actually one of my favorite moments that I had with Deshaun Watson I had an opportunity to ask what did that mean to him because I think that Sunday they was playing against I want to say the Jaguars I do remember they did end up winning that that um that game that Sunday to start out to start the season one and four but I remember I asked Deshaun Watson you know what did it mean to him personally to be the first black quarterback to in franchise history to have have the first ever black head coach and Deshaun Watson said that he loved it because of the love and respect and the admiration that he had for Romeo Cannell and I wanted to point that out because it showcased the respect, the love, and the admiration that all of the players had for Romeo Cannell throughout his entire 50 years in the NFL. You know, I hate knowing that he kind of had to end his his career here, uh, a Hall of Fame career with the nonsense and the shenanigans that went on for towards the end of his career. But kudos to Romeo Cannell, man. One of the best to ever do it. What's more, what's the better feat feature? For Romeo Cornell, winning four games with the same team Bill O'Brien couldn't win any games with, or <laughs> going ten and six with the Brown as with the Browns as their head coach in two thousand seven, I believe. What's what's more? What's, what's, um, what's the hardest one out of those two? One, I would like to say the Browns going ten and six because correct me if I'm wrong. He was the yep. interim that that time too, right? No, he was the head coach. Oh, he was that the head was coach. The most wins that they had gathered, and I I think since '98. Yeah, like without 99. a doubt, going ten and six with the Cleveland Browns because first and foremost, I don't know who their quarterback was, but he wasn't on the level of Deshaun Watson in Derek 2020. Anderson. That's not Deshaun Watson in 2020. And plus, by the way, if you remember that 2020 season where the Houston Texans did start off 0 and 4, yeah, they went 4 and 12. But remember, that was, I believe, somewhere mid season. Romeo Cannell had this team playing so good to the point you and I used to come on this podcast and say, hmm, 
Is there a small chance that the Texans might make a push towards the playoffs? You know, that records look like it was turning around. And, of course, we know, you know, with the suspensions and all this other stuff that went on towards the end of the season, that didn't happen. But that just lets you know how great Romeo Cannell was at his job. But, John, if you last 50 years doing one thing, of course you're going to be damn good at that particular thing. <laughs> Absolutely. And I, I do want to say I think his greatest feature as a coach is being able to rally men and lead mm. men on the defensive side of the ball as an assistant head coach, wherever he's placed. There has not been a player to talk bad about Romeo Cornell. And we talk about a league that has had, even here in Houston, so much questionable characters to where that stands out. And that that that, that overshadows, I, in my opinion, Cody everything that we've seen in the nfl 50 years not a bad word said congratulations once again romeo cornell you will be truly missed and with romeo cornell being the recipient of five super bowl championships having those five super bowl rings i definitely want to let you guys know where you can find some of the greatest and Best handcrafted rings at bluenow.com. You can celebrate all of the life special moments from creating custom engagement ring of her dreams to gifting a classic and timeless jewelry piece at the price you won't find at a traditional jeweler. Whether you're ready to pop the question or you're celebrating a milestone moment, find jewelry as unique as her with the modern day convenience of shopping online at bluenow.com. Build the engagement ring of her dreams or celebrates life special moments with fine jewelry. No matter what you're looking for, Blue Now has jewelry experts on hand 24-7. Make your moments special and sparkle a little bit more with jewelry from BlueNow.com. And Locked On Texans listeners get $50 off purchases of $500 or more. That's code Locked On. Plus, again, promo code locked on. Plus, every order is insured, ships free, and arrives in a discreet packaging that won't give away what's inside. Shop stress free and find your forever peace. Go to bluenow.com. And this episode is brought to you by Rock Auto. With the ever increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless? or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer, choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30, 50, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership where you can save that money, put it into your pocket because gas is crazy. Anything you can save, that's a little bit better. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. And Rock Auto prices are always reliably low for every customer. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right Locked On Texans in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com welcome back locked on texans listeners hey we have an important favor to ask of you guys we put together a survey so we can learn more about our listeners like you and make your favorite locked on podcast even better this is your opportunity to tell us what you like 
and don't like about Locked On Podcast. Go to LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey right now to get started. It won't take very long, and everyone that completes the survey can qualify for a chance to win 10 $100 Ticketmaster gift cards. Concerts are coming back out. Everybody's trying to go on tour. Winning one of these Ticketmaster gift cards can help make that date night a little cheaper. Come on now. Go ahead and do that. Take our audience survey. Go to lock on, LockedOnPodcast.com slash survey. Thank you for your help. And we are back with more Locked On Texas podcast. Cody, the Houston Texans right now have uh, a little bit over $7.3 million in cap space. And, of course, we'll get into an off-season signing that was that happened recently in just a moment. But for Houston, do we feel as though this team has addressed every position? And do we feel as though there's a position on this roster that could use some depth or extra talent? So now we're looking at Christmas in June. We're thinking about Christmas in June, a Christmas wish list for players that you and I may feel as though Houston should call up. They have not that much money left because right now the Cleveland Browns have $40 million. The Cleveland Browns. Mm. No, Panthers have $24 million. Vegas has twenty-two. Houston is toward the bottom of the list with $7.3 million. Uh, however, these numbers are fluctuating. Deals are still getting signed. People are still getting brought up, brought on to their franchises. But is there a player out there that's still a free agent that Houston should give a, give them a call to address maybe wide receiver depth, maybe defensive line depth? Um, what do you feel is out there for Houston that makes sense? Nobody. And when you say makes sense for the Houston Texans, I'm looking at what is this organization is going to do for the 2002 for the 2022 campaign. And look, yes, I'm expecting the Texans to be better this year. Um, I remember when the schedule came out, I was looking at it full of expectations and hype, saying I could see this team winning somewhere in the ballpark between eight to ten games. There's a slim chance that they might make a push towards the playoffs. But at the end of the day, John, listeners and viewers, we got to stick to the reality of the situation. And the reality is that this is an organization entering what? Maybe the second phase of the rebuild. And this is still a developmental year for the Houston Texans. Now, with all of that being said, there are positions that I can literally look at and say Nick Casario did a very good job filling in the holes. You take a look at the secondary. What did he go out and do? You go out and draft Derek Stingley with your number three overall pick. With your, with your third pick, you go out and draft Jalen Petrie. I wanted to see the Houston Texans revamp their backfield. You sign Marlon Mack, and then you go out and get one of the most underrated running backs in the draft in Damian Pierce. You look at the quarterback situation. We all know that we are expecting Davis Mills to have a breakout season and if he doesn't that gives this organization an opportunity to go out and draft one of the um one of the quarterback prospects coming out in next year's draft same thing with the wide receivers yes you were able to contain um Brandon Cooks but at the same time you still have young guys in John Mechie when he get healthy you have a young guy in Nico Collins we are expecting him to take a big leap for this upcoming season John listeners and viewers once again, when I take a look at the Houston Texans, I do not 
expect them to add more to this roster. I think Nick Casario and this organization is very content with the guys and the talent that they was able to bring in via trade during free agency, especially during the draft. And I think that the modest expectations that we have can really be met with the guys that they already have on this roster. Simply put it, I, I you know what, Cody, I, I, I 90% agree with you. And I, I think it was put, you put it exactly how it needed to be said. This roster should fit the expectations. The roster and expectations are going hand in hand. It's not like there is some star-studded player on this roster that boosts what Houston could possibly do this upcoming season. And I 100% agree with that. I do, however, I look at the interior defensive line for Houston mm. as maybe a room of improvement for the Texans. Uh, at this current time, we know they have Ross Blacklock at the defensive tackle position, Roy Lopez, uh, Malik Collins, Thomas Booker, who was also drafted. But uh, would I be opposed to Houston bringing in another veteran? They brought in veterans like Jerry Hughes. They brought in various, uh, veterans like Mario Addison. They brought in some various at the exterior defensive line, the DNs in the edge rushing position. But I wouldn't be opposed to maybe a Dominican Sue who's also a free agent mm. right now. And I know that he's up in age. He's 35. But that's a plus to me. The contract, and by the way, he's been signing one-year deals with Tampa Bay the past three years, ranging in between 8 to $9 million. Houston does not have that money. However, he's not 32 anymore. He's not 33. He's not as younger. He is 35. Now, for Sue, of course, it may be important for you to go play for a championship contender. I get that. I 100% understand. But if Houston was to make a call, maybe to Indomitian Sue or any other available free agent that plays the interior defensive line position, I wouldn't be opposed to it. If you're going to go out there and bring in veteran guys for the defensive end spots, then we look at our starters projected for next year. Uh, Malik Collins is, has been in the, in the league for four years now, four to five years. Ross Blacklock, this will be his third year. For Roy Lopez, this would be his second year. Thomas Booker, he's a rookie. That isn't that amount of that much amount of time spent together, like when you've added a Mario Addison and a Jerry Hughes to this to this defensive line, right? They've been in the league for a fairly good time. So again, for Sue or maybe some other experienced defensive tackle that can come in and contribute two ways. They can contribute with helping guys getting better off the field. Let's train mm. together. Let's work out together. Let's study this playbook together. Let me show you what I did that made me successful in the NFL because Sue is very successful. I think he's missed one game in his career due to injury. Uh, so something along those lines. Let me help you get better. That's important for me in terms of development. And mm. then when we are able to put you out there, in different spurts and situations, then you will also be able to be successful on the field as well. Sue is a guy that I can see being in that role successfully for Houston as they work on getting those young guys primed and ready for the next couple of seasons. BetOnline continues to be your number one source for all of your betting stats and sports information. Find all of the latest sports developments, news, and odds, including this year's basketball championship matchup between the Boston Celtics and the Golden State Warriors. 
hockey's conference finals, Major League Baseball, and of course, all of the latest fighting news from MMA and UFC to boxing. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your wagering information, including live betting, esports, and much more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and actions because BetOnline is where the game starts. Thanks for making Locked On Texans your team every day, your first listen of the day. Now make your second listen to Locked On NFL Podcast. Our national NFL experts and insiders keep fans dialed in with the biggest stories and the latest news from around the league. Because an offseason doesn't equate a break in the action. So follow Locked On NFL every day on the Odyssey app, YouTube, and wherever you get podcasts. There's no way we're going to end off today's show without talking about Ryan Fitzpatrick. But before we do, just want to let you guys know that the Houston Texans signed Trevor Wallace Sims. He's played under George Warhop in Jacksonville, undrafted out of Mizzou, played in five games so far in his career, and he will be competing for a backup guard spot. So uh, newest Texan has some familiarity with the Houston Texans offensive line coaching staff. We'll see how that plays out come training camp as he'll be battling against Max Sharpen and the rest of the guards on this team. But Ryan Fitzpatrick. <laughs> now, we said Romeo Cornell may just be the greatest assistant coach of all time. I think Ryan Fitzpatrick is in the running for the greatest <laughs> true backup quarterback of all time. And, of course, we're giving him his flowers because – he was a Houston Texan, but Cody, Fitzpatrick, Fitzmadrick, the ups and downs, the good, the bad, the ugly, the beard, the everything. I don't think we've seen a quarterback, a backup quarterback with so much charisma and character, the, the personification of him in the NFL history. Fitzmadrick is retiring. Yeah, and then – I will possibly say, I don't want to call him the greatest backup quarterback of all time because I do believe that honor might have to go to Nick Foles, another favorite player of mine, and I'm not going to start. See, John knows why I started smiling when I said Nick Foles, but we're going to keep it talking about Ryan Fitzpatrick. But, John, look, when I think about Ryan Fitzpatrick, I think this is another – miss opportunity for the Houston Texans because he came here he played with this organization in 2014 he went six to, he went six and six as the starting quarterback helped this organization reach nine and seven and they fell short of the playoffs but that was during the time in the mid-2010s where almost every single week you did not know who was going to start for this organization under center. And when they finally had an opportunity to get a, a, a reliable starting quarterback, of course, prior to them drafting Deshaun Watson, it was Brock Osweiler. And you're talking about a guy who I believe was actually worse than the on-field production that they got out of Ryan Fitzpatrick. And I call this a missed opportunity because John listeners and viewers, as I just said, Fist Magic went six six to six as their as the, the Texans starting quarterback in 2014. And now, if correct me if I'm wrong, I think two of those games 
could have went in the Texans' favor, but they were just playing against a better team at the moment. But he would have been the perfect bridge quarterback to get the Houston Texans and keep them competitive and, and, and just keeping them in a running of being a borderline playoff caliber team until they had an opportunity to draft someone like a Deshaun Watson. Because, John, I don't care what nobody says. I believe the Houston Texans made a mistake when they did not keep Fitz magic, magic beyond the 2014 season. I got to say this. The, the greatest feature... As a, as a quarterback for Ryan Fitzpatrick is the the following year with the New York Jets. Went 10 and, and what six. did he do? My ten, point is that. 10 and 6, they had an opportunity to make the playoffs. You know, down the stretch, things kind of didn't work out in their favor. But nearly 4,000 passing yards, 31 touchdowns, and uh, compared to 15 touchdowns, those are career best for Fitzpatrick. Fitzpatrick. And, you know, overall, <laughs> I, I look at him as a quarterback that whether it was Houston, whether it was New York, whether it was Miami in 2019, where uh, that was the great debate of if you are starting Fitzmagic, then what does that say uh, about, you know, Tua and, and everything that was going on in Miami at the time? But he can sell some tickets, man. He can sell hmm. some seats. The latter part of his career, being a young man out of Harvard University, playing in the NFL undrafted, the, the latter part of his of his career, you really saw him as a person kind of just take off, right? And uh, just phenomenal because of his route to get to the league. And so he had some special moments in the NFL. And as he's retiring as well, we want to let him know that we appreciate him, give you give Fitzpatrick his flowers and we enjoyed every snap uh, as he was a Houston Texans, the fun, the, the hmm. beard, the, the way that the fans in Houston rallied around him, the whole nine Fitz magic. You will be missed in the NFL. Thank you guys for checking out today's episode. I am John Hickman. Follow me on Twitter at John underscore Hickman 12. Make sure you are following the locked on Texans Twitter page at locked on Texans and continue to like comment and subscribe to the locked on texas youtube page as well guys below you're checking out today's episode make sure you comment checking out what is your favorite fits magic moment hmm. let's get into those and we'll dive into those comments on this friday or whenever we do our fan favorite from youtube comment show and as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y, D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. John, really quick before moving on. In 2015, Brian Hoyer started majority of the Houston Texans game under center, helped this organization repeat the same record at 9-7. and seven. Why am I bringing that up? Because Brian Hoyer threw for a little over 3,200 yards that same season. The season where Fitz Magic helped the New York Jesco 10 and 6. He threw for damn near 4,000 yards. A missed opportunity for this organization. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace.